Hey beautiful humans! My name is Chloe Jean and my mission is to empower you to live a happier and healthier life to have the energy and knowledge you need to achieve your dreams. Welcome back on Rise and Shine! Today we are going to talk about the conscious and unconscious mind. 95% of our life we are unconscious. So that means only 5% of our life we are conscious. And you might be thinking like, what now? 95% of our life we are doing things unconsciously. For example, when we are drinking a glass of water, you don't consciously think about moving your hand to grab the glass and then pull the glass toward your mouth. Everything is done unconsciously, right? It's the same for driving. At the beginning, when you learn, when you don't know how to drive, you consciously think about driving. You're gonna consciously think about changing gears, turning the wheel. However, now that you know how to drive, you, con you unconsciously drive. You can drive, text someone, listen to music, sing a song, talk to your kids in the car, or talk to your friends in the car and check on the road. So everything is done unconsciously. Every second we have 11 million beats of information going in our unconscious mind. So your unconscious mind recorded everything right now where you are in the room, the color of the pillow, the color of the sky outside, the noises, all that it recorded is recorded by your unconscious mind and our conscious mind is recording 126 bits per second so 126 information per second compared to 11 millions see so consciously we are going to be able to process 7 plus or minus 2 information have you played the game In My Suitcase There Is? So basically, when you play this game with your friends, you start by saying, in my suitcase there is a pillow. And then the next person will say, in my suitcase there is a pillow and a telephone. In my suitcase there is a pillow, a telephone and a toothbrush. And most of the time, the game is gonna end around 7 plus or minus two objects. It's because our conscious mind will saturate after that. That's why it's hard to keep going with this, with this game. So consciously we are able to process a certain number of information and our unconscious mind is able to record 11 millions of information every second. So everything in your life has been recorded by your unconscious mind. So all the habits that we have, all our behaviors, are stored in our unconscious mind. So basically we are running a program in our unconscious that makes us behave the way we behave. So we just run a program in the back background. And that's why, and the program has been installed since your childhood, so your imprint period, which is from zero to seven, 
And then you keep learning, you keep expanding, you keep growing, and you have new programs installed. So basically you've been programmed by your environment, by your parents, by school, by the society, by the media, by the, t uh, by the TV. Everything outside of you program you because all the information that you take in your brain is going to change how your brain functions. It's going to change the program that you run. That's why it's so important to surround yourself by the people who inspire you and to feed your mind, consciously feed your mind with what you choose to be programmed with. When you watch reality show, even though you believe that it's funny, You program your unconscious mind with all the shit that's inside the TV show. So you have to be conscious about what you feed your mind with because it's going to install some program in your unconscious mind and then when the program is installed, you're going to behave a certain way without knowing how you behave, why you behave like that. That's why it's really important to be conscious about what you put your eyes on and what you listen to. So your environment program you. And when we have a program running in our unconscious mind, that's the way we behave and we don't question it. So for example, if we take like a smoker, in their unconscious mind, they have a program telling them that smoking feels good. Smoking makes me happy. Smoking makes me feel good. And it's because most of the time with smokers, they start smoking around 14, 15, and that's where they associate cigarettes with their friends, with being accepted to the group. So it's a socializing behavior. So they feel good when they do that. But the program is running in the background since how many for so long that now, even though they consciously know that smoking isn't good for them, it's so hard to change. And it's because in the unconscious mind, the program is running that smoking makes you feel good. And your brain is designed to avoid pain. So your brain is gonna, tell, is gonna guide you so you gain pleasure quickly so you can avoid pain. So that's why hypnosis is really powerful because we change we go direct because we go directly in the unconscious mind and change the program together to install a new program in regards to cigarettes for example and for any other behavior that's why hypnosis is very powerful is because we can reprogram the unconscious mind directly and that's why most of the smoker who want to quit they struggle because consciously they know that smoking isn't good for them everyone knows that However, the program running in the background telling, tell them that, that, that they feel good when they smoke. So they have like a conflict between what they know and how they behave. And that's the power of the unconscious mind. It's driving you every day. And 95% of your life you live unconsciously. Remember that. So that's why I'm really passionate about empowering women and men to consciously create what they want and for that you need to be aware of where you put your eyes on what you feed your mind with and with the people you surround yourself with because depending on who you surround yourself with you unconsciously going to be impacted and they're going to program your mind even though you don't agree with what they say your unconscious mind records everything 
Now, your unconscious mind is the mind that runs your body. So, so every day, we take 20,000 breaths every day. You don't consciously think about breathing, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you will we will probably be dead. So if we had to think for every breath that we take and every exhale. So our unconscious mind is doing the work for us. It's the same for your heartbeat. You don't consciously think about making your heart beats. It's the same for your digestive system. It's the same for everything, all the cells repairing, everything, hormones, is regulated by your unconscious mind. So as I was saying, your unconscious mind records everything. 11 millions of information per second. Now, that also means that it stores all your memory. Everything has been recorded since you were born and your unconscious mind stores your memory. And also, it organizes your memories. Our unconscious mind is also the domain of the emotions. It enjoys serving. Your unconscious mind is the servant. So it needs clear order to follow. That's why when you have a mixed thoughts, or you're not sure, or you're having a lot of hesitation, your unconscious mind is like, I don't know what to do. So then you get mixed results. If you want amazing results, you need to be clear on what you want and focus only on that. There is no plan B, there is only plan A and you go all in. Because your unconscious mind needs clear order to follow. It also functions best as a whole integrated unit. You know when you say like part of me wants that and another part of me wants that? Part of me wants to be healthy and another part of me wants to eat junk food? Part of me want to be happy and another part of me thinks I don't deserve it? Part of me thinks I'm good enough, part of me doesn't? When you have parts, your unconscious mind doesn't function best. Because you're not 100% aligned, you're not centered, and you're not calm inside. And it's because there is this part tearing you apart. Something very important as well about the unconscious mind is that it takes everything personally. Whatever you say, your unconscious mind believes that you're saying for yourself. So that's why gossip is very destroying for yourself and for others because your unconscious mind believes that you're talking about yourself. So whenever you're walking in the streets and maybe you believe you say in your mind or to your girlfriend, oh my god, like she's too fat to wear that or talking about someone else saying like she's so fake, your unconscious mind <laughs> believes that you're talking about yourself. So you just destroying a little bit more yourself when you gossip or when your friends gossip. That's why, again, it's super important to surround yourself with people who inspire you. If your friends right now are gossiping around about everyone else, then you know what you need to do. 
Surround yourself with people who inspire you. Now, the unconscious mind does not process negative directly. When you are in front of a door and on the door it's written do not open, what do you want to do? You want to open it. It's because your unconscious mind do not process negatives. Same, when someone say, hi, how are you? And you reply, not too bad. <laughs> your unconscious mind just recorded bad. Because it does not process negatives. So instead of saying, how are you, not too bad? Say, I'm amazing, I'm feeling amazing today. Your unconscious mind record amazing. Great, cool. So use positive instead of negatives. Something very interesting and I'm super passionate about is the unconscious mind represses memories with unresolved negative emotions. So in your past, you might had experienced some emotional trauma. So a trauma is an experience with a strong negative emotion attached. So for example, one of my trauma is when my dad left. It also was a trauma when in the classroom, when I was a kid, uh, the teacher in front of everyone told me that I was useless, that I was I was never gonna be able to do anything with my life and I was basically a piece of shit. <laughs> so that was a trauma for me. And <clears throat> because we don't know how to deal with the situation at the time, your unconscious mind is gonna repress the memory to keep you safe. Because the role of your unconscious mind is to keep you safe, is to keep you alive. So we're going to repress these memories and bury it in, or inside of us. And like, no, it's fine. And you just like pretend everything is all right. And then what's funny is when, when you start feeling great, when everything in your life starts to be really good, like everything is coming to you easily, you start, you're super, super happy. Then what happens? Your unconscious mind is going to take this repressed memory and present it to you for resolution. It's going to be like, hey, Chloe, you haven't dealt with that 10 years ago. Here you go. And it's going to release the memory from something you thought you dealt with. And you're like, huh, I thought I dealt with that. And it's because until we resolve this negative emotion attached to the past, it's going to keep coming up. And it's going to create an unbalance in yourself and in your life so you can take this opportunity to heal and to resolve your past traumas. Now, unconscious, unresolved memories unfortunately drives you now. So you're not going to be conscious about why do I overreact? So maybe you're overreacting now to some really small things. And it's because you might be dealing with some unresolved negative emotion in your past that you didn't dealt with, that now the universe is presenting to you again so you can have closure, you can have a resolution. You can learn from the past and move on. And until you do so, you will still be in the loop and you will still feel like you're not controlling how you feel. What's funny is that we marry 
or unconscious mind. And that's why relationship triggers. So if you have a boyfriend, a partner, a husband, if this person is triggering you so much, it's because it's reflecting all the thing in you that you need to heal. So that's why relationship is amazing to grow because it's just a mirror, mirroring back at you all the things that you need to heal. So your husband, boyfriend, partner, you know, whatever triggers you is a reflection of yourself. And it's all the thing that your unconscious mind wants you to unpack. So you can feel whole and create the life that you want now. Who you are is reflected by the people around you. And that's the concept of perception is projection. I will explain that in another podcast. That, so that's why NLP is such an amazing tool. It's because it works brilliantly to release emotions stuck from past events. What happened in your past, your parents split up when you were a kid, you had a fight at school with another person or a teacher talked you down in front of everyone or you were abused or maybe your mom kept repeating to you that you were not really smart over and over again or you had a divorce, you broke up with your boyfriend. All this trauma in your past, if you haven't resolved your negative emotion attached to the event, it's going to follow you until you do. So when you experience that you felt an emotion, like maybe it was anger, sadness, fear, hurt, or guilt. And if you haven't fully let go of the emotion back then, your body is still holding on to it. And you now react to things differently because you haven't dealt with the problem back then. So the normal psychology approach is talking about it for hours and hours and months and years after years of therapy, you start feeling a little bit better. So it helps a little bit. NLP takes another approach. Instead of talking about the past and how you felt, blah, 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 every time you talk about what happened in your past, you reinforce the connection in your brain. So it doesn't help you to talk about your problems. With NLP, we take another approach to liberate the emotion attached to the event so you can learn the lesson and move on. So basically, NLP is a fast track for healing and you focus on what you want in your life now for your future, whereas therapy focuses on your past. So NLP focuses on the present and future to create your new identity. The process that we use for liberating the emotion attached to your past is called timeline therapy and it allows to let go of the emotion attached being angry or sad when my dad left when I was 19 was okay back then being still angry and sad when I'm 26 and because of what happened seven years ago isn't healthy and empowering at all. So timeline therapy is just an amazing tool to have an emotional reset, to let go of what no longer serves you. 
Feeling angry today because of what happened with your boss two weeks ago isn't healthy or empowering at all. Feeling guilty today for something that happened three years ago with your ex-partner, with your ex-boyfriend, isn't serving you at all. Is it still appropriate to feel sad? Your grandma died when you were three? No, it's the same. A memory without the emotional charge is called wisdom. So the emotion you carry today from your past are like a heavy bag that you're carrying on your shoulder. Wherever you go, you have this heavy bag on your shoulder with everyone you meet, you're holding onto your bag of memories and emotion. Wouldn't it be easier to put this heavy bag down once and for all and walk toward your future without it? So why do you overreact today? Why do you find yourself exploding for little things? It's mostly because you're carrying a lot of unnecessary weight from your past that is holding you back. Your bag is so heavy that it's slowing you down and it doesn't help you now. A situation you face in the present is here to teach you a lesson, to have something that you need to learn from it. The quicker you are able to learn from the situation, the faster you're going to go and the better you're going to feel. So why can't you have today the thing that you want in your life? What we call manifestation. I'm sure you've heard about it. <laughs> it's everywhere now on the internet. If you cannot manifest, it's because the first step of manifestation is clearing your past. Is having a clear vessel so you can create space for new. And until you do the inner work, it's going to be hard and you're going to struggle to attract what you want to attract in your life because you haven't done the inner work to create the space that you need. So what would happen in your life today if you could drop this heavy bag and start creating the life that you want? What does your best self look like now? So the exercise I have for you today is ask yourself, what is your favorite flavor of suffering? What is your emotion that you always go to? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it fear? Is it guilt? What memories from your past are still holding you back today? And how does this affect your life now with your partner, boyfriend, parents, friends, colleagues, kids? So think about that and start shifting your unconscious process to your conscious process. Because when you are becoming conscious of what's going on, that's when the change is going to start to happen in your life. Thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, you can rate it with five stars or send it to someone that needs to hear it as well. And I see you next week. Have a beautiful week. Bye.